now, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA from Alaska to Florida, all the way to Hawaii. Our producer today, Mr. Darren Wilhite. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. 294 affiliates strong. Thanks to all of you out there in the listening audience. If you want to follow me on Facebook, you can do that at America's Healthcare Advocate. That is the Facebook page. Also, all these shows are posted on podcast platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, and Apple Play. Also, the Odyssey platform, if you want to go up there. So you hear today's show is going to be really interesting. It's, it's targeted basically at small business owners, people that have 50 employees or less. You know, if you're an employee, uh, if you're an owner, if you're a partner, maybe you're the person that manages all of the human resource stuff, you're probably going to want to listen to this and you may want to tell some, somebody else about it because it's going to be informative and it's going to be very different, a different approach to health insurance and how to manage it. So again, that podcast platform is up there for a reason. You hear about this, you want to tell somebody about it. Have them go listen to the podcast, and they'll get to hear the show just like we did it here in the studio. If you are looking for Medicare and you're chronologically challenged, you can reach out to the lovely Joyce Thompson at 877-385-2224. She is happy to help you anywhere in the country. Give her a call. Also, as I always say, Jim Lodge, who just happens to be in studio today with me. Welcome, Jim. Thank you, Carrie. Welcome, Maria. Have glad to have you here today. Hi, Carrie. Good and to I see always you. say, as I open the show, as I always tell you, you can reach out to Jim Lodge if you're looking for employer sponsored healthcare group health insurance. Well, today he's right here in the studio, and that's what we're going to actually be talking about. So I've welcomed them both here. So Jim Lodge is the vice president of sales and marketing for RPS Benefits by Design, and Maria Allers is the director of client services at RPS Benefits by Design. They are a national company. They have offices in Overland Park, Kansas, St. Joseph, Missouri, Phoenix, Arizona, Nashville, Tennessee, Albuquerque, New Mexico. They write policies all over the country, uh, whether it's Texas, California, Alabama, Kansas, Missouri, Iowa, it doesn't matter. They can do business anywhere in the country, and they do. Um, So the purpose of today's show... You know, when I do these kind of broadcasts, I'm trying to bring you information and educate you in, in alternatives, whether it's something like bioidentical hormone replacement or Alzheimer's, whatever the case may be. The idea is to get information out to the audience. And so in today's world, employers that are 50 or less are trapped. Um, they're trapped uh, because of uh, the Affordable Care Act, and they're trapped because of the policies that they have and the options they have available to them. And they're pretty narrow, aren't they, Jim? They certainly are narrow. You know, a number of employers aren't even aware that there are other options available besides the marketplace. Generally, you're going to see that those smaller employers are going to be uh, just naturally gravitate toward the fully insured plans. And uh, those can be problematic, as you know, Carrie, when you have a small population that you're, um, you know, you just don't have a big pool that you're distributing among. Yeah, and the the problem with that, Maria, is that they, they get into these plans and, and the first year they get a premium they think they can live with, and then what happens in the second, third, and fourth year, if they last that long? Well, usually the years following, like you're, you're talking about, uh, Carrie, is that they'll get the renewal increase. Um, and so really what, you know, we do is really look at the claims and look at um, their history to try to be more strategic in not chasing rates, but more of planning it out for three to five years. Yeah, and that's really, that's that. 
that's the way it's done for the big guys. Okay, when you're talking about clients that are in the Pareto Contrarian Re or 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 some of the other Berkeley captives, um, they tell you up front. You know, when I was doing Pareto when they first started out, uh, you know, one of the things that we made clear to all the people, the clients coming in, the employers coming, is this is not a one year deal. You're coming into this thing looking two, three, four years, and it's very interesting. I remember, you know, bringing a client to one of the the one of the quarterly meetings that they had, and uh, the, we had kind of a lunch, and everybody was out in the common area of this hotel eating. And the the two ladies who were part of a manufacturing firm making a decision to do this were sitting, and they started asking people questions. So they actually started talking to a group that was one of the first five to ever join Pareto. They'd been in it for like six years, wow. and when they asked them. Why? They said, well, we'll never leave. And the reason we'll never leave is because this is completely different and it controls cost and gives benefits. The problem is under 50, you can't get into those organizations. You don't have a big enough premium. Um, and, you know, so, you know, we've got kind of halfway solutions like level premium. But the problems with that, Jim, are what? Well, with level funded, I think that, you know, you're trying to predict on your own uh, what what the appropriate kind of premium is going to be, but there are significant advantages as well, which is if you get to the end of the year and you've had a good ex- good experience, you're not going to be necessarily lying in the insurance company's pocket with that. You're going to get a rebate, and that can be very powerful. It can be. The problem, and, and again, Maria, these, they seem to last maybe two years. Sometimes you might get to the third year, but the first year that you have a bad claims year, you get the renewal, and the renewal, in, in, I mean, I'm speaking from experience, uh, your renewal is 121%. I remember we had a group up in Minnesota, um, and they were a farm group. And they they had been on level premium with a major carrier for three years, and then they had two really bad claims come in, and they had 121% increase. It, the whole idea behind giving the 121% increase was to make them move off the plan. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so, so then what happens? You go back to the fully insured, you start the game all over again. Well, that's correct. And as Maria was saying earlier, you really have to be not be tempted by the renewal that's right in front of you to be concerned about that, but really continue to look at this as kind of a long game. You know, three to five years, what are things looking like um, in terms of keeping that trend down, doing some ver- – there's various things that you can do to, to help offset that. Um, and it's not just raising the imp- – Employee contribution, which is what some people will just do. Um, there, there are a number of other things that you can do to help offset that. Like uh, perhaps you unbundle the drugs or something like that. To uh, and when I say unbundle, you go to a, a a pharmacy benefit manager that specifically can help you keep that drug spend under control. And that uh, in today's world, that's you know close to a third of your typical spend on a medical plan. And so it becomes a, you can do some pretty innovative things to help control that. Yeah. And, and Maria, the, the problem is that, you, that with, and I always find this kind of interesting when you sit down with, let's say a manufacturing company and he's a small manufacturer and maybe he's got 15, 20 employees and he's making, uh, we had a client that made railroad crossing signs, the big uh, aluminum signs with the lights on that was, that's what they did. Superior aluminum castings. They were clients forever. Um, when you ask the question, if your if your suppliers were charging you ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, eighteen percent a year, what would you continue with the same supplier? 
No, I mean, yeah, because that's overhead, additional overhead costs for us, right? So really what we want to do is help our clients have the flexibility um, in their plan to um, really affect their bottom line um, and their employee's pocketbook too. Um, I think a lot of small employers don't understand the benefits piece of it, and that's what we're here to do is to help really – piece out the information and really figure out what the strategy should be for each piece. Um, You know, we have a a plan that is even for lower um, paying individuals, um, employees that we can help out too. Um, And again, with small businesses, it's just so overwhelming, the information. Yeah. And it's like a vicious circle, Jim. Okay. So, oh, okay. So the market comes in and goes, we're going to go to level premium this year. That's going to lower. You're going to get a good rate. You get a good rate. Second year, you're okay, maybe. Third year, bang. Okay, you get hit mm-hmm. with you get hit with a huge increase. Okay, now it's back over to fully insured because they have to take you and there's no underwriting. Okay, so the, and then so you're you're back and forth with the shell game. And as Maria said, it's not a permanent solution. You're just you're trapped in this circle and you're just going around and around. Yeah, we call that chasing claims. I think Maria mentioned it earlier. And uh, you know, you want to or chasing rates. You want to make sure that you're positioning yourself in such a way, whether it's through some alternative funding arrangement uh, or more likely just finding a, a carrier that's built in such a way that they, they do a better job of pooling everybody instead of hitting you with it. They're, you know, maybe it's a an association-affiliated plan or something like that that has a larger pool to kind of smooth out those premiums. That kind of thing. But, but again, you know, that, that takes a broker that's willing to do the work. Well, <laughs> and yeah. that doesn't mean walking and dropping a spreadsheet on the table and go, well, pick your poison. Pick the one that's the least of, the, uh, of all of these that are available. That's not the way this works. So there are better ways to do this. That's the purpose of doing this broadcast today. If you want to reach out to Jim or Marie, you can do that at 877-385-2224. Anywhere in the country. Here locally, it's 913-385-2224. They're happy to chat with you. Set time to get together and and just kind of review what you're doing and see if there's a better way to do it. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Broadcasting coast to coast across the fruit of plain here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to our website, healthradio.us, healthradio.us. If you have a question, if you need help with something, send me an email. I'll be happy to respond and get back to you as quickly as I can. So once again, the website, healthradio.us. My producer, the always perfect Mr. Darren Wilhite, in studio with me, Jim Lodge and Maria Allers from RPS Benefits by Design. So here's the thing, people. Okay, you know, I've worked with these people. Benefits by Design is my old agency that is now part of RPS. I've worked with these people for the last eight, nine years, whatever it is. Okay, um, a lot of the same people that were there when I was running Benefits by Design are still there. The point I want to make here is if you want somebody that's going to look at this differently, you heard Maria and you heard Jim, take an approach that's not, oh, here we go again this year. Look at it at a two, three, or four-year window and see how you can bring these things to control. You're not cost-shifting over to the employees, and you're improving benefits. It can be done, but you've got to reach out and ask for help. The website is rpsbbdi.com, rpsbbdi.com, or you can call 877 385 
2224. I don't care if you're in Tyler, Texas, listening to me, or Pensacola, Florida. It doesn't matter where you're at in the country. They can help you anywhere you're at, and they're happy to do that and consult with you. So give them a call and find out what could make a difference for you. So let's go, Jim, and talk a little bit about some of these pieces that go into this. And let's start with medical trend. What is that, and, and how do we explain that to the audience? So the medical trend is a projection, and in this case, I pulled uh, data from PwC, and they're saying that average trend is going to be about 6.5%. That's the increase over last year. Yeah. Um, you know, it's essentially medical inflation for the insurance component, if that makes sense. Uh, obviously, if you're in the bottom half of that average, it's fantastic, um, I think most employers would welcome uh, less than a 6.5% increase, especially the small employers that we're talking about. Uh, unfortunately, that trend includes a lot of larger employers, and the smaller employers tend to be the ones that really get hit. Um, we had one example where a very small employer, uh, a church actually, uh, was looking at an 88% increase from one year to the next because of a particularly bad claim. Uh, I remember when that happened to the city of Marion, Illinois. It was on the front page of the newspaper down there. 88% increase from the good people at Blue Cross of Illinois. <laughs> but the, the interesting thing about that one was they were allowing Medicare participants on the plan or Medicare eligibles yep. on the plan. And so we fixed that. And it got it down to less than a 10% increase. So, uh, you know, it was, it was all concentrated with those folks that had an alternative that's, uh, as, as you know, Carrie, is probably as good as anything you can get in the, in the insurance area. You know, and that's really kind of interesting because um, it, 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 it's amazing what people don't know. This is not their business. You don't really expect them to. But that's a classic example. Maria, when they're, if you're 65 years or older and you're staying on a health insurance plan, you're pushing that premium through the roof for everybody else that's on it. But you can move to a Medicare Advantage plan with the zero premium. That's right. Zero. That's okay. Right. No deductible, no coinsurance. Okay. And and lots of benefits like the Blue Cross and Blue Shield plan with blue, blue bucks, yeah, Blue Bucks Bone, I think it's called. You're looking at $1,000 that you can use for over-the-counter things, up to $1,000. I mean, all these different benefits are part of it, and there's no premium attached to it. yet. It And it's a better deal than paying 50% or 25% or 30% of the premium for you and your wife or you and your husband on a group plan, yes? That's correct, yeah. And we, we have specialists that can help you uh, navigate through that. But also what it helps is the small business uh, owners to help reduce – reduce or keep their rate low for the other employees as well. Yeah, you know, it kind of reminds me of a of, of, of a group that Joyce Thompson and I years ago went to see um, downtown Kansas City, and they do watch parts for watches no longer in production all over the world. Um, and it was fascinating, group of people. All but three of the people were over 65. They were all on a group health insurance plan. You don't even want to know what the rate was, Jim. Joyce moved them all over to the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Medicare Advantage plans. They were happy as they could be, and mm-hmm. they're still on them to this day. But it dropped premium like a rock for the I'm younger sure. people in yeah. the country, a company. But somebody's got to be willing to take the time to do that. And that's you know? what we do. Yeah. yeah, that's what we do. We look at utilization. We look at claims report. Um, you know, we look at the claims report to really try to validate to make sure that it's accurate. And then we decide if we need to go to market to look at different rates. So you mentioned something in the first segment, and one-third of the cost of, of, of what makes up the cost of medical plans, and that's prescription drugs. 
So talk a little bit about that. When we come back in that in the third segment, we're going to get into this in greater detail. But talk about what that is and how that impacts the premium and the increases, Jim. Well, it's a huge cause of the premium increases. I had one client that I've been working with, and they were looking at a 30, 30 to 40% increase um, for their uh, medical costs for this next year. And when we stripped it all down, the actual non-drug claims were actually trending flat to down. Everything was driven by the increase in the drug spend. And there are some things that can be done, as I mentioned earlier, to really try and control that. Uh, A lot of people don't realize this, but drug importation from Canada, it's the same FDA-approved drugs, and you can get them for 20 to 50% of the cost of what you would pay for them in the U.S. Uh, You can do things like patient assistance programs. A number of these patient assistance programs don't really take into account. So there, there are a number of things you can do some of the more innovative programs out there, the more innovative health plans out there, have actually started to solicit the foundations that these pharmaceutical companies have set up and been able to get drugs for free. Uh, one one particular group that I'm aware of, they went to over 100 of these foundations and negotiated and found they, they were able to build a formulary of over 600 generic drugs that are com- uh, commonly prescribed for free. No cost to the employee, no cost to the employer. I mean, stuff's out there. That's exactly what I'm talking about, though, when I'm talking about you've got to be willing to do the work. If you're the broker, you've got to be willing to do the work. And and there's a big difference, okay? You guys are, you know, willing to go the extra mile. You know, everybody wants to go write that 500 life case. Everybody's chasing that same bus that's a broker or an agent. That's how it works. You know, I remember back, you know, when my wife and I started Benefits by Design, we worked with the small groups. We built our business around the small employer. And and because if you pay attention to that, first of all, you know, they're loyal clients because they're happy to have the attention you're willing to pay. But it's a lot of work. And not every broker out there is willing to do that work, Jim. Well, why would I, carry when I can collect that bigger premium commission, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go, see? And, th- and that's unfortunate for me, but that is, I, I don't think a lot of people understand that, okay? When those increases come through, that increase creates a larger commission for that broker. Um, and so you've kind of got an interesting situation there in a lot of cases, yes? We do. I mean, we but we keep in mind the people side. I mean, we really, the reason why we're in business is to help people with their benefits, and that's really what it comes down to for us. So, yes, we're in business to make the, the revenue, but we also want to do what's right for our clients. Yeah, and that's important. It's important to understand that. If you want information, go to the website, rpsbbdi.com, rpsbbdi.com, 877-385-2224. I don't care where you're at in the country. They can help you. Give them a call. They'll be happy to do it. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Stay right there. We've got more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website healthradio.us, healthradio.us. Send me an email. Also, if you want to tell somebody about this show, pretty interesting stuff coming out here, right, Jim and Maria, going through all this information with you. 
Go up to the podcast platform. It's on SoundCloud. It's on TuneIn, iTunes, Odyssey, Spotify. It's up there. So you can listen to it or tell you got a partner in your business. Maybe you're an employee there and you guys are suffering with the cost of health insurance. Tell the boss. Go listen to it. It's up there. Okay. Uh, my producer, Darren Wilhite. I'm your host, Kerry Hall, in studio with me, Jim Lodge, Maria Allers from RPS Benefits by Design, the website, rpsbbdi.com. That's really easy. rpsbbdi.com. The phone number anywhere in the country, 877-385-2224. They are a national firm. They can help you anywhere. All right. So this is a unique piece that, that y'all have developed at RPS Benefits by Design. It's a private plan, and it's very different than anything out there that I've seen. Okay, so talk a little bit about this plan, and and you you, you mentioned drug importation a minute ago. That's just one piece of this thing, but just give kind of an overall overview of this and how it leads people to do the two-, three-, and four-year planning and not be beat up every year with the constant increases in health insurance, Jim? Well, it's a very innovative plan for sure. What they have done is they are actually purposely built the plan to be to provide big company benefits, if you will, to the small employer. And when I say small employer, I mean they'll take a group of one. So you that's can have a ten. <laughs> you can have a ten ninety nine. That's, that's an oxymoron. You know, group of one. Yeah. I, I just okay. <clears throat> ten ninety nine. That's a gig worker or something like that. They've got access to something they can uh, that that is a group plan, but it's uh, just for that individual. And what that allows them to do, obviously, they can run it through their business and all that kind of stuff, which is great. Um, but many of the insurance carriers. For these small employer groups, they will require at least 50% participation among the employees. These guys don't care about that. They're, they just want to make sure people get good health benefits, irrespective of whether the uh, employer group as a whole is you know, having a lot of action within it. So that's one thing that they're doing. Um, some of the other types of things that they do is they have some pooling uh, is done among all these various groups, and they've been able to keep, you know, they've been in existence uh, about four years, and they've been able to keep their cost trend at 2.5% average per year. That's pretty amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, th- those, are, those are Pareto labels. <laughs> We're talking the 200, 300, 400 life groups that are in the Pareto contrarian rear, the Berkeley captives. That, that's that's the kind of trend, that's the kind of increase you see there. Um when you're in that kind of group and you're participating with the way you're supposed to. That's right. And the other thing that they do is they have some very specific programs for dealing with, let's say you you do contract some horrible disease or something like that. They have disease management, patient care advocates that will be with you the whole way through. They have some very innovative treatment protocols for more common things like a, a hip replacement or something like that. Where they'll actually send you to a center of excellence, and if and the incentive, if you go to the center of excellence, where by the way the outcomes are much better, where you you're having you know three or four hip replacements a day instead of like the one Oklahoma a week Surgical or whatever. Center. Yeah, it's the a classic Oklahoma, example. That's a classic example. Uh, they're able to do it at such a lower cost, and they're able to keep the have the outcomes be much much better. Um, the incentive is, hey, we're going to waive your deductible if you'll go to the center of excellence um, because it saves the plan 
40, 50, 60% of what it would cost them if they went the traditional route. Yeah, I, that, I recall you know, one specific example that I was aware of where the, the, the hip replacement was going to be 121000 or something like that, and they wound up doing it for like $43,000. They paid the airfare and the hotel bill to get the person having the surgery and their companion there. The reinfection rate at these places like the uh, Oklahoma Surgical Center is less than 1%. I mean, it's far better than most of the big metro hospitals. And the outcome, if you go look it up, the outcome-based ratios of these these facilities is better because, as you said, they're doing five or six of these a day, Jim. They're, they're doing three or 400 of these a year. Well, you think that guy, that, that surgeon is doing that many of them or those surgeons that are doing them probably have a pretty good idea how to do this and do it you know, the best way in, that's possible and see as many different ways to do this as there are, and innovations out there that there are? Well, they're going to be on the cutting edge for sure, and uh, much more so than your guy at your local hospital that maybe does uh, one of these every few weeks or something like that. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, so it, it's so it, again, you know, you're controlling costs at the same time. You're you're allowing people uh, to get better benefits, and that's really what it's all about. You know, Marie, it's really interesting. A lot of the major carriers won't write a group that's less than five people. You've got five lives or less. You're not going to be able to get policy from certain carriers that are out there now. I don't know, you know, if Aetna United are still not doing that or they're doing it. I know they weren't doing it for a long time. Um, and then the problem is the rates for those policies are, are, are you know, really high. Right. So they're trapped. And, you know, as Jim said, this goes all the way down to one life. But, you know, again, you know, if, you, if you've got 10 lives or 15 lives or 12 lives, and you're battling with this, this is an alternative that can make a big difference. Yeah. As for a number of our clients, just when you take a look at whether it's, well, any of the traditional carriers really, especially when you get out into some of the rural areas where there may be a dominant uh, carrier and they basically can set their price wherever they want. Hey, control the market. What, it, what yeah. it ter- comes down to. But these guys have been able to penetrate uh, some networks uh, that are more prevalent in some of those rural areas, and they're able to provide the care for these folks and then doing the innovative things like being able to, as you mentioned earlier, taking folks to centers of excellence and things like that. We're, yeah, we're excited to have this private plan. I mean, we get a lot of clients that do run into the the challenge of a lot of employees going on to Medicare, and then they're left with um, spouses and whatnot without care, uh, without a plan. So we're excited about this private plan because then we have this option now. Whereas when you're working with the big BUCAs, you don't have that option because there is a, a number requirement. Yeah, there is. And yeah. there's participation requirement, as yeah. you said, Jim. Mm-hmm. So shift gears here a minute. You, you touched on this a little bit. This plan's got some pretty innovative drug policies, okay? And, and that includes importation from Canada, New Zealand, Australia, which, by the way, are identical to the prescription drugs here mm-hmm. in this country. So there's no difference in them at all. Um, but talk about some of the other things they do, because some of those other things you mentioned in the previous segment are part of this plan. Well, some of the other things they're doing, as we as we discussed, the patient assistance program, um, that can be extremely powerful, particularly with the low paid. I mean, I'm not going to you know, pretend that all those patient assistance programs don't take income into, into consideration. Many of them do. But those are the folks that really need the help. And you can have a situation, you know, Humira is a great example of a drug that's 
you know, whatever, $5,000 a month or something like that. Well, nobody can afford that, even if, even if you do have a good income. And with negotiation, you can get that down to, if, if not free, you can certainly get it down to three or $400 or something a little more manageable for the folks that are out there needing to take it. Yeah. And again, you know, this makes up a third of the cost. Um, the, these, the drug importation piece of this is very important, but also this patient assistance piece where they've gone out and, you know, connect with all these foundations and done this work so that, and then again, I don't know of any other group that's done this. Okay. I'm, I'm not aware of anybody yeah. else's. It, it, it's a lot of work to put it together, but the benefit to the employer and the employee is huge. Right, Maria? Absolutely. Especially to the employee. Um, on on the client services side, that's where we focus, right, is is the employee experience. And um, we, it's easy to enroll. Um, you have an advocate for you to walk you through what you need. A lot of employees, they'll run into, I need to get an MRI. I need to get, you know, certain lab procedures done. And they don't know who to turn to. And now they have someone to turn to, like Jim mentioned, a patient advocate specialist. Yeah, and that it's nice to have somebody that can help you navigate this. So, again, you know, like I said when I started this show, the purpose of doing this today is to educate you. Take the time to listen to what we're saying here and, and pick up the phone and give them a call. You're, you've got nothing to lose. You've got a lot to gain. I don't care where you're at in the country, and I don't care how big your plan is or how big your number of employees or small it is. They can help you. Uh, you can go to the website, rpsbbdi dot com rpsbbdi.com send them a, uh, an email Con- you got a contact sheet up there well sure okay so there's a contact sheet up there fill out the contact sheet and send it to them if you don't want to call if you want to call and just talk to them 877-385-2224 uh, jim's happy to chat with you marie's happy to chat with you once again it's 877-385-2224 you know you're not going to learn how to do this in a better way unless you take the time to reach out and see if these folks can help you, and I think they probably can. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIE Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay right there. We'll be back. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website healthradio.us, healthradio.us. My producer, Mr. Darren Wilhite. I'm your host, Carrie Hall, in studio with me, Jim Lodge, Maria Allers from RPS Benefits by Design, a national health insurance brokerage agency there to help you. The website, rpsbbdi.com, rpsbbdi.com. Phone number 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224. So, you know, again, if you're a partner in a business or maybe you're the employee or you're one of the owners, whatever the case may be, maybe you're doing all the human resource stuff, you want to tell somebody else about this, go to the podcast platform, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, uh, Apple Play, uh, Odyssey. It's up on all those platforms. They can listen to it just like we did it, and then they'll have an understanding of why you think this is worth looking into um, and, and something you may want to do. Also, if you just want to reach out, you can always call 877-385-2224. So we've talked about employers you know, that have got employees there 365 days a year around the you know, regular workforce, et cetera, et cetera. But there are a lot of employers that have seasonal employees, okay, or or employees that that are, you know are making a, a very small amount of money. Maybe they're they're, they're part time employees, whatever the case may be. 
What's out there for them, Jim? Well, one of the things that we have access to is a very, again, an innovative minimum essential coverage plan, Carrie. And what that means, there are a lot of them out there, and a lot of them, frankly, aren't aren't that they're not worth right. the paper they're written on. They're, they're I'll just really, be very frank, they're yeah, lousy. Okay. They really aren't. But we've found one that uh, we partner with them pretty closely in terms of designing the plan and all that kind of stuff. And what it is is it's got the features and functions of a traditional ACA plan in terms of the wellness is all covered at no additional cost. They've got upfront first dollar coverage for things like doctor visits and for prescription drugs and, and that kind of thing. And they, they've just built in some stops associated with that that are perfectly reasonable. And for your, for your average employee, it's going to provide the kind of coverage that they, they're going to be able to take advantage of, but at, uh, you know, less than $300 a month. So if you think about that, if you're making, you know, 15, 18 bucks an hour, that can be a nice alternative if for whatever reason you can't afford the, the Cadillac plan or the traditional major medical plan or whatever that the uh, employer is offering. And there's no deductible. It's Repeat huge. that again. There's no deductible. It's huge. Here's the thing. The people we're talking about in, in, in these kind of situations don't make a lot of money. They can't necessarily afford to pay 50% of an $800, $900, $1,200, $1,700 a month premium. The employer picks up 50%. They pick up. You go to a MEC plan at $300, the employer pays $150. Maybe they pay $150. So the employer pays all of it. Well, it gives him a number of things, doesn't it, Maria? They get client, re- I mean, they get employee retention because you're doing it, and you, the guy down the road with the same landscaping company isn't doing it. So you're going to be able to attract better people and keep them, yes? Yes, retention and recruiting. I mean, the most heartbreaking thing we hear is employees not enrolling in medical coverage because they can't afford it, but they have medical needs. And so this minimum essential coverage provides that for them. We had a client that a mother of three couldn't take um, enroll in medical coverage. And so when we offered them the MEC plan, she was over the moon that she was able to provide something versus nothing for her family. Yeah, and that that's the thing, Jim. You know, I've seen the outline of that plan. Mm-hmm. You've got a doctor office copay in there. You've got specialists in there. You've got prescription drug benefits in there. Um, you've got you've got a surgical benefit and an inpatient hospital. It's finite. I mean, those, it, it's capped at a certain level, but you've got access. Oh, and by the way, don't you have access to a regular network through that plan? Absolutely. It's a national network, national PPO network. So that can be uh, very advantageous because it's much larger network than what you're going to see with a maybe an ACA marketplace plan or something like that that has an exclusive provider organization. This is a national PPO that they're going to have access to. With, so, you with know, co-pays, Carrie, that's huge. Yeah, it is because yeah. none of the other MEC plans that I've seen offer that. Okay, what they what they what they do is they say they're giving the employer a screen for coverage to say that he's complying with ACA regulations. When in reality, the only thing that's being covered is is basically preventive care to some degree. But there is no doctor office, mm-hmm. primary care provider, specialist, prescription drug benefit, X-ray lab, any of that stuff. That's all part of this plan. It's all in there and can be used. So for a lot of people, as you said, Maria, and it, and, and you talked to them, it gives them access to what they call daily needs, yes? Yes, um, absolutely. It feels and looks just like any other regular plan at a lower cost. Yeah, $300 per employee. Um, try to find something, another plan out there that, that with no deductible. Right. No, no doubt about that. The other beauty of this thing, Carrie... You can enroll in it the first of any month of the year. There's no open enrollment period. 
you can actually jump on this plan, you know, August 1st or September 1st or what have you and get get rolling and then you're on there going forward. And you and don't need to have any life qualifying events either. None of that. There's no and no pre-existing condition mm-hmm. uh, underwriting or anything for this plan. Okay, so that's kind of important. So there yeah. are no there's no pre-existing condition exclusions on this plan. So they come on this, they they've got coverage from day 1 regardless. Correct. Yeah, that, that you know that <laughs> that's pretty unique. So you know we're wrapping it up here. We've got a little less than about a minute left, but you've got you've got two basic plans here that I think RPS benefits by design to these private plans that I don't think anybody else right that, that I know of is actually doing this right now. That's correct. We've got an exclusive in our markets, and and, and that can be very helpful. Um, and, and I think that's something people need to know about. Um, it's again, like I said when I started this broadcast, the purpose here is to is to give you information that is different um, than than what you're going to see in the typical marketplace. And I, I, again, Marie, it's more work for you. Okay, it's more work for Jim, but at the end of the day, it works out to be a far better program for the employer and the employee. Yes. Yes, and that's what we're here for. When we can make a difference and we can make an impact to employees, it makes the amount of work that we do worth it, Carrie. Yeah, because you've accomplished something, and, right. and it gives people an opportunity uh, to provide decent benefits. So if you're tired of the year-to-year upheaval with renewals, and you know it's right around the corner, uh, we're getting into that season. Now, here we come, you know, September, October, November, and December. Here we come. This is your chance to step out now. Do it now. Don't wait, okay? And and look at doing something that's different that can make a big difference for you, your business, your employees, you heard Marie talk about retention and recruitment. Whether it's the MEC plan or it's the health insurance plan, it's the same thing. Okay, if you offer good benefits to people, especially with the heightened awareness of what's happened with COVID, it's important. If you want help, eight seven seven three eight five twenty two twenty four eight seven seven three eight five twenty two twenty four. The website RPS Benefits by Design Inc. dot com or RPSBBDI dot com. And now I leave you with this thought from Albert Einstein. The one who follows the crowd will usually get no further than the crowd. The one who walks alone is likely to find himself in places no one has ever been. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America. 